Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The election, which is tomorrow. Maybe you've already voted, but I want to get a read on this because we're getting polls almost every day. And it's pretty hard to get a read from one to the other as to what's going on. I think we pretty much know the fate of the Liberal Party in Ontario, but as to who's actually going to govern us, well, that remains to be seen. And with that in mind, uh, controversies again swirling around Rob Ford with the accusations from uh, Doug or, uh, from Doug Ford rather because of Rob Ford's widow and the, uh, the lawsuit that's been launched there. Is that going to have an impact? Is this about personality or about policy as uh, people go to vote? Let's uh, bring Christo Avelis, a Social Science and Humanitarian Research Council postdoctoral fellow in history. He's at the University of Toronto and joining us on the Bill Kelly Show. Morning, Christo. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. It's been about 24 hours since we got a little more meat on the bones about this uh, assertion from uh, from Rob Ford's widow about the money that's going on. And uh, there's some pretty serious accusations. None of this, we need to say, of course, have been proven in court. But the accusations and the assertions are is that uh, Doug Ford is not qualified to run the company. Doug Ford doesn't know how to handle money. Doug Ford has been rotten to uh, to to Rob Ford's uh, widow and the kids. The money that he's supposed to flow their way hasn't. It's pretty serious stuff. Does it actually does it filter through to to the to the persona that Doug Ford is trying to portray here as a guy who can lead the province? I mean, I think it does. I mean, I think this in many ways this is this is more of a scandal than. 407 for a lot of people. You you would think that you know one one particular issue within a family would be less important than the potential you know mass voter fraud. But in many ways, to people, you know Doug you know Doug Ford, it's about his personality. It's about he's a businessman. He's a guy who believes in traditional family values. He's following his late brother Rob's legacy. And in that sense, there's much more damage to him potentially, at least from this story than maybe any of the other scandals, because this strikes at the core of what people think he is. You know, I think that's, that's the risk for him. Whereas, you know, you know, traditional scandals around political issues, I mean, that I don't think will hurt him, because I think the people who supported him don't support him for any particular policy reason necessarily, at least not a particular one, but, you know, a general understanding of what Doug Ford is. Well, that's that's the thing, I guess, that I'm wondering. I think a lot of voters are wondering right now, and, and you're, I think you're bang on on that, Christo. I mean, some of the allegations about about uh, you know some problems, of course, with the nomination processes and a number of writings. I, I don't know that that really resonates with a lot of people, except you know inside politics types. Uh, you know, the average voter doesn't much care about that thing, I would think. But when all of a sudden you've got a guy who is supposed to be, uh, you know, the incarnation of Ford Nation once again with his brother's death. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, his his ex sister in law is throwing cracks into that and simply saying he's not the guy he's saying he is right now, because that's really the subtext to what she's accusing him of. You got to wonder if voters are going to have second thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's that's the risk. That's the risk. Again, I think, and maybe it's because I'm a political insider type, that you know, the 407 scandal has the potential to be much worse for you know our general democratic culture. You know, are, are these conservative candidates, did they even deserve to win the nomination? Do we even know, for instance, if this data was used to help Doug Ford win the PC nomination over Christine Elliott and what was an extremely razor-thin, like, extremely close result? We don't know. We don't know that. So to me, that's very important. But you're right in saying that at this level, you know, when, when it's so much about he's our guy because he was the guy of the guy we liked before who's now passed away, that hurts him. Um, will it hurt him enough? Uh, you know, will it push the, the loyal Ford voters away from the conservatives to another party? That might be difficult. But, you know, does it does it make a few of them stay home? Maybe. Um, uh, the undecided voters who maybe 
you know, aren't quite sure yet, does that give them a little bit more cause to either stay home or vote for the NDP or vote for the Liberals or, or Greens even? Um, maybe. That's the question. You know, I think right now it's happened at a pretty interesting time. It is quite close to the actual election date. But on the other hand, there's not really any other time for any other story to eclipse this one. This will be the, 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 the story going into voting. And, and of course, the, the fallout from this is, is, I guess, one of the factors that we're not going to know much about until after they start counting votes, I guess, on Thursday evening. But, but you've even got the Ford family, including, you know, Doug and Rob Ford's mother, who's basically slagging his, uh, his ex-daughter-in-law in this situation, saying that she's an addict. Although Mrs. Ford didn't seem to think that, you know, Rob had that sort of peculiarity when he was uh, seen smoking crack cocaine and everything. So th- there's a lot of folks right now that are looking at this and just saying, wait a second, there's a double standard going on here. Uh, and, and the reason why I'm wondering if it's going to be so important right now is because, let's face it, there are people in outlying parts of the province right now that don't much care about Ford Nation. They're just looking at Doug Ford as a conservative leader at this stage. But Ford Nation is centered in Toronto, and that's where these accusations are from, and that's where there was a lot of love for Rob Ford. And you have to wonder uh, if those Rob Ford uh, fans and advocates are, are wondering about the brother now. Well, yeah, I think you make a great point in saying that, you know, in, 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 in other parts of Ontario, uh, this really is more, you know, the people who vote conservative vote conservative because they either are historical conservatives or they believe in some part of the platform. Um, Ford is less important there, although he is still the leader, so he's, he's obviously very important. But in the 905 and in the GTA, especially the suburban areas, where even if Ford didn't technically govern over some of those areas, you know, Ford's influence, his influence in Toronto's wider suburbia, this, this railing against the downtown privileged elite. That wasn't just for people who were in the, in the GTA. That was for people who, you know, lived in that general kind of community. And, and those are the areas that matter most in this election. That when people say, you know, the Conservatives, even though they might be losing to the NDP by one point in the polls or, or tied with the NDP, are still, play, play, you know, poised to win a majority, that's why, because they're so strong in suburbia, in the outer edges of Toronto. And that's where Ford Nation was born, and that's where Ford Nation kind of perpetuates itself. Now, you know, is it enough to, to actually cost them seats in those areas if they're winning big? Who knows? But it could, it could cause damage. And, and that's a great point about, about, you know, the attacks on Renata. I think that you're seeing a lot of it on social media, and you're seeing it from people within the, the, the campaign attacking her based on her substance abuse problems or based on being opportunistic. But, you know, that's a great point that, you know, the, those, those very same voices called for sympathy and understanding when, when maybe some people on the, on the left side of the spectrum were attacking Rob for his cocaine use and his, and his general, you know, how his substance abuse affected his performance at City Hall. Well, I guess we're not going to know until Friday morning when the dust settles as to how much of an impact it's going to have. Christo, thanks as always for the time today. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Christo Avalos from the University of Toronto. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.